What if it did work? What if you took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose? What if it did work? Right now you can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more. The hardest prison to escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison all for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did work? Well, hello, hello, everybody. How's it going? And welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's the very first episode of What If It Did Work. Not only is it a book, one of my favorite books of all time. Why? Because I wrote the book. I lived it. It's autobiography. It's informative. It's uplifting and all that. And I decided, why not? Why not do a podcast? Why not create a new movement? Now, what am I going to do? Well, this is an origins episode and why do you have to listen to it? Why me? Why me? Why me? Why me? Like what Nancy Kerrigan would say, why me? Why not me? And first episode and all that, sorry to say, there's no guess. It's an origins episode. It's like if you read comic books, The Incredible Hulk 181, Wolverine and all that from the X-Men, just on and on and on. I don't want to bore you with comic books because I haven't read one in ages and all that. But I'm going to have guests. What type of guests? The sky's the limit. I'm a dreamer. I'm a guy that believes it's not, it's always no until you ask. So let's see who I can bring on from the episode three on to episode and when we make a movement, when we move the needle, when so many people are saying, what if it did work and changed, changed their mental beliefs, changed their states and all that? I'm going to ask the way. I'm going to ask everybody and any, anybody from big time pod, podcast guests to people that you know, to people that I grew up with, people that grew up with me in an amazing neighborhood called Westchester. Westchester, New York? No, Westchester, Florida, Miami, unincorporated Miami-Dade County, the furthest thing you can find from Miami Vice, the furthest thing you can find from South Beach and all that. An amazing neighborhood where everybody knows everybody. Blue collar, working class, where people go to work hard and create a lifestyle for their families. And I'm going to have guests that I grew up with, guests that I know, guests from the Grant Cardone community, guests from Bright Lights Messaging, my personal people, you name it. They're going to be there. So if you want to be a guest, you can always hit me up on Facebook, Omar Madrano, Instagram, Omar Madrano73, omarmadrano.com. DM me, text me, send me a telegram, whatnot. You got a good story. Let's talk. This, all episodes, including the ones like this one and including every interviewed guest, it's going to be unscripted. It's going to be raw. There might be a few bad words depending on the guest, depending on my mood and all that. Because like in life, it's nothing's pretty. Nothing's squeaky clean. Yeah, I do cuss. I might be vulgar. Sometimes I might be petty. Hey, I'm only human. So yeah, the occasional asshole, the occasional fuck. Sorry to say I'm not Disney. I'm not trying to sell myself to everybody because the days that I used to, I could never have enough raving fans. People love me for who I am and what I am. And they got to say, hey, at the end of the day, 
love me or hate me, I'm Omar Madrano. And what's the what if it did work? It's actually based on the book, great book that from one of my favorite authors, known him for almost 48 years. Well, 48 years, July 24th, 1973. That's when a legend was born. The legend Omar Madrano, myself. It's a book on how to crush the fear, keeping you from your potential, launching your next business. I not only did I write the book, but I've read it a good five, six times. It keeps on going up and all that because when I have questions, when I have doubts, when I feel like I am stuck, I'm in a law, no matter what I, there's something in it for me. Cause hey, you know what? We're human. Nobody's going hard 24 seven. Nobody's goal oriented. We have our ups and downs depressed, happy, sad. But you know what? At the end of the day, when you fall down, I've fallen. I've gotten right back up. That's the only thing I can do. It's the only thing that you can do. And you know what? We all love a good redemption story. I know I do. What's your favorite redemption story? It should be the one you're writing right now. Your life, your bio, your legacy, you're living your dash. My dash started, I was born July 24th, 1973 in Miami. Believe it or not, yes, I'm legal and I'm a U.S. citizen. But not everybody always thought that way about me. I was, my mom, single parent and all that, busted her ass, worked full-time, went to school full-time and all that, and only child. So I had, I was such an introvert. I had a hard time speaking. I, I was my whole life was filled with fear, fear of being who, being somebody, fear of failure, fear of rejection, uh, fear of abandonment. Felt like if my own father left, then who was I? And it started at elementary. I was in ESOL, which is English for speakers of another language. But you heard that right. I was born in Miami. But clearly, Dade County Public Schools thought uh, a brown kid like me, I must have been born somewhere else. So three years of learning English, relearning English. As you can tell, I don't have an accent. And lo and behold, I graduated and all that. And school's always been touch and go. Uh, one of those people just like you, potential. We have all have potential. I graded high in every every field except for math, uh, which means I'm an arts and sciences type of guy. And, you know, I just didn't want to feel different. I didn't want to excel in school because, oh, my gosh, how about if people thought I was a nerd? How about if I was already felt different? Always, I'm sure you guys felt that way. Well, my... One of my parting gifts, this wasn't even high school. This was junior high. My assistant principal told me it would be a cold day in hell the day I graduated college. And you know what? He upheld the prophecy many moons later and years later in a December day in 1995 in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I graduated from the Louisiana State University Agricultural and Mechanical College the school that Shaq went to, the school that Joey Burrow went to. Yes, the LSU. And you know what? It snowed that day. And I'm just a guy. I, I mean, when people look at my videos on Facebook 
or Instagram, I'm, I've always been public. I've always wanted to help people. I always felt the need to help others, to be in service and all that. But people always felt that my, I was, it was all luck. Like I went from an entrepreneur to a rock star and all that. And heck, I don't know what rock star just because I would take my two daughters, my two amazing daughters, Lauren and Mia, who are, I actually dedicated the book to him. I was married for a while there and we went on these fallacious trips and all that. But what people don't understand when it comes to being an entrepreneur and all that, there's a process. There's A to Z. You have to give up something now. You have to give up something at any time for to go from the good to the great. And it hit me. As an entrepreneur, I was... Like, and I've got a degree in journalism, two degrees in journalism. What does that equal to? Two dollars, two dollars, and uh, we'll get you, and my, my two degrees will get you a copy of the USA Today. Doesn't amount to anything. Self made person uh, with my ex business partner, my ex wife, and all that. And, you know, people don't understand you have to sacrifice, we sacrifice weekends. We sacrifice days, sacrifice times hanging out with our children and all that when they're very young to overcome and create that life that some of you want, but you're just too busy. You're too busy asking and not only asking negative questions, but focusing on the negative and saying, hey, this isn't for me. I can't. I can't do this. I can't do this. A lot of times people feel that when they open up a business that they're going to go bankrupt. <laughs> they focus on, on the negative. Oh, I'm, I'm, I, if I open up a business, what if it fails? What if everybody finds out that I'm a failure? What if the New York Times puts out an article saying, Omar Medrano failed? But you know what? Um, why Why do we always focus on the negativity? Why, why can't we always just ask ourselves better questions? What if it did work? And that's, that's my primary question now. Because, I mean, I've, I've lived a life, my, my dash and all that, right now, I'm... You know, there's always room for improvement. But if St. Peter said tomorrow or tonight, this is it, Omar, you've done, you're done. One, he would, he would probably not let me in, but he would say, you've done so much with just so little. I'm proud of you. And just, that's what we're going to focus on, on this journey is what's, what's the thing that's stopping you? What's the thing that's making you settle? What are the questions that you ask yourself that prevents you from asking better questions? Focusing on the positive, focusing on creating a life that you should be living, a life that you deserve. I mean, so many people just go through life I don't know if you're listening to this on a Monday or a Tuesday, but just numb. They quit dreaming. They quit excelling. They 
just decided to go for the crumbs, the crumbs of, it's hard to say, but the, just the crumbs of life, the crumbs of barely getting by, living it up for the weekend, getting all excited because you have two weeks off and you have three day work um, weekends and you have, you have so little to look for, but you're helping, you're doing the minimal work to create someone else's dreams. You work for someone else. You shut down those dreams. You settled. What other aspect did you settle? I'm sure you settled everywhere. And I get it. I mean, I get it. At one time, you know, graduated college, did nothing for years, was just full victim mode is how I would describe myself. Victim, 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 victim. Always every someone else's fault. Oh, it was my daddy's fault for, for leaving me. It was my mom's fault for who she dated or spent the, her days with. I mean, I left Miami to go to LSU because I thought I could run away from my issues, run away from my problems, but they were always there looking at me. These fears, fear of rejection, fear of not being enough, <laughs> fear, fear of just being hurt, being rejected, fear of not being not being who I should be, being different. And these were all just things that I, I created in my head. And the more that you can stretch way past your comfort, the more you can overcome these, these limiting beliefs, these fears that someone put in you. Maybe you didn't put it in yourself, but your, your family, your friends, your, your loved ones, your girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, mom, and dad, somebody put all these fears in you to protect you or so they felt. You know, don't talk to strangers. Don't do this. Don't get hurt. But you know what? In any aspect, getting going past your comfort zone, that's where the magic happens completely. Now, I, I, I'm a guy that, I mean, I've, I've been there. I've been like 50, 60, $70,000 in debt. Just existing day to day, living for the weekend. Um, fear of, fear of failure, fear of, and I, I would have to say what, what it was a work in progress. I mean, what got me to start talking to people was actually, it was written in the book, but a little exercise. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how you can do something very similar to it, but I, I call it. I call it the goose method. Now, when I say goose, you're like the animal goose and no, Top Gun, Top Gun, Maverick Goose, Goose, uh, Anthony Edwards played the character, right hand man to Tom Cruise's Maverick. And when I joined, well, when I left to go to LSU, didn't have any friends didn't have anybody in Louisiana. I just wanted to go somewhere far. I went there, got there. First thing that I did, signed up for Rush. 
joined my fraternity. For some odd reason, they made me the pledge class president, but I couldn't talk. I wouldn't talk to these guys. So to get me out of my shell and to get me out of my comfort zone, what they did was they forced me to go out drinking, go out dancing to all these bars and throughout um, Baton Rouge. And it was a setup. Most of these women were told to say no. Hey, would you like to go out? Would you like to dance? Can I buy you a drink? Would you like to dance? Can I buy you a drink? No, 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 no. Rejection upon rejection upon rejection. And sometimes these women were strangers, but they were with a date. And lo and behold, like most fraternities, most college guys, like get in a fight. So it would always be like Friday or Saturday night fight because, you know, I try to pick up someone's girlfriend. But what happened was one, I, I got out of my shell and this fear of, of rejection, this fear of asking out women or just talking to a complete stranger. It was, I got numb to the process and I'll tell you a little about what there's no such thing as rejection, but that little thing just created it, the little ground zero for me as a sales guy, a guy that became a financial advisor, the guy that became a small business entrepreneurial owner, owner of Smoothie King for, um, for 20 years. And I mean, just a guy that had no fear, no fear of rejection because of that. And how, how can you do it? Well, you can do something similar if you're single. If you're not, I mean, I wouldn't recommend going out asking random women, hey, you, won't, you don't mind if I, I take you out or I buy you a drink or I buy you dinner. Because, you know, if you're married, that, that behavior is frowned upon. But if you're single, have at it. And not what's what's stopping you from making that phone call? What's stopping you from calling an extra 5, 10, 15, 20 prospects? What's stopping you right now from just going way past that comfort zone and doing something that you don't expect? Doing something completely out of your norm. Just do it. What's the worst that can happen? Rejection. Hate to tell you, there's no rejection. They're not saying, hey, Omar, I hate you. Hey, Omar, you're not good enough. Hey, Omar, you're not my, you're not my style. You're, you're not what I'm looking for. More than likely, when someone says no, whether it's business, personal and all that, it's not no, we reject you. We don't like you. There's something about you. Maybe they didn't like the offer. Maybe they didn't understand the offer. Maybe you didn't qualify. Maybe that person's busy that particular day and can't go out on a date with you. No is never a no. You can always revisit it at a much later time. And if you're in sales, it's, it's only like 2% of your overall sales is with the first sales pitch, the first pitch, the first ask. Usually your bread and butter is anywhere from, look at this, eight to 12 times of asking, asking for the sale. Would you like to buy this item? Would you like to 
use my services. Would you like to hire me to do this for you? Yeah. Follow up, follow up, follow up. Look at that. You're learning a little sales strategy in the process. But yeah, I mean, just me speaking here on this. Hey, I'm... I'd still say, and we are who we are, our personalities. I'll, I'll always be an introvert. People nowadays, you know, they say, Hey, Omar, just shut up. Why can't you just shut up and all that? But the, the truth to the matter is it's just a lot of stretching, a lot of stretching way past that comfort zone because there's quite, it's quite easily. I can just go back into being that quiet guy that doesn't really want to talk much, that really doesn't want to do much, just quiet. And that's just who I am. But when you see me and all that, you'll be like, oh my gosh, that's the same guy. People that went to elementary, junior high and high school with will be like, that guy said pretty much about the same amount of words as Arnold Schwarzenegger said in The Terminator. (laughs) And look at me now. Now it's like, oh my gosh, can he just put a a sock on the lid? But you know what? It's all about confidence. And it's a muscle. It's a a compounding. Just like how we love compounding um, dividend returns and all that when it comes to investing. It also comes in confidence. Success is based on compounds. You have to keep on building small win after small win upon another small win. And you keep on stacking success, small success. The more you stack them up, your confidence grows more and more and more until you're like John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. But it's a muscle. You have to work at it. Nothing comes easy. Everything and anything that you want in your life, you have to go for it. Yeah. Oh, I know. I hate that too. <laughs> you know, don't, don't you just hate having to work? If only people could give us all that money, millions upon millions of dollars, give us the Lambo, the good looking hot wife, the mansion, the Playboy mansion. If only it was based on having good vibes and positive thoughts. Oh, positive thoughts can take you so far. So, hey, you know what? These podcasts are going to be entertaining. They're going to be funny. They're going to be thought provoking. Maybe I'm going to make you cry. Maybe I'm going to make you laugh. It's just life, life, you know, but who am I? Got into a little argument in the past and all that with somebody I grew up with and they wanted to know why me. Now, not like in a Nancy Kerrigan, why me? Why me? Not something like that. But who am I? I'm an overachiever. I'm a doer. I'm a guy that went from not being able to talk to a complete charmer, to a guy that can sell hugs during a pandemic, a guy that can just connect with people. 
a guy that went from zero to hero, back to zero, back to uh, achieving some amazing things. And you know what? It's about finding finding the answer, finding the right the right things to say, the right things to the right people to get in that environment because I want I want everybody that I know and those that listen and those that have read my book or or watched a video or read a blog or 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 read an article to say, hey, you know what? Holy smokes. Thank you. Thank you for inspiring me. Thank you for changing my life. Writing, what if it did work? That book should have been written 20 years ago. What stopped me? What stopped me was doubt, negative thoughts, negative questions. Who am I? Who wants to read a book written by me? Who am I? I'm a guy that took a retail store that was only doing $200 days to being one of the top stores in the system, a retail establishment. I'm a guy that became a financial advisor, a successful one, even though he, he was a complete introvert. I'm the type of guy that if I was single, I'd, I could ask out a room full of people with without dropping the hat, without breaking the sweat. If they said, no, you suck. I don't like it. Who are you? Blah, 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 blah. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, and hey, I, I feel honored. I feel privileged because I remember my first boss in TV well, he wanted me to quit because he said I'm I didn't have that look for TV. I think what he meant was I'm brown, I'm Hispanic, I'm Latin American. I know uh I don't have that face for TV. But you know what? Well, you're listening to this podcast. You're gonna watch me on Zoom. You've watched me on Zooms. You've watched me being interviewed. You've watched me as guests on podcasts. You've watched my videos. Not bad. I think I'm doing an okay job, right? Hmm. And at the end of the day, I want to be of service. I want to move the needle. I want people to tell me, hey, I picked up that copy of the book. What if it did work on Amazon? And it it really floored me. It moved me. It made, it inspired me. It changed my life. I've had people text me. I've had people DM me. I've had people call me. And that's what it's about. I'm here to help. I'm here being in service. The more people I talk to, the more stages I get up onto, I know we can all move the needle. We can create the life that we want. God made you, the universe made you to win, not to suffer, not to get the breadcrumbs, not to get the crumbs, the scraps. We're made in God's image and we're made to be victors, to set new standards, 
to create a legacy, to create a lifestyle, to leave a legacy to our kids, our grandkids, future generations to come. And every person that purchases that purchases my book that moves the needle that does that, that's what it's all about. Also, the people that are listening to this, people that read my posts and all that. I'm here to help. I'm here to make you laugh. Yeah, I'm here to entertain you, but let's do it. Let's move. Let's move the needle. And hey, if you want to be a guest, you know how to find me. Find me on the Facebook. Find me on the Instagram. Find, send me out a telegram. Send me out a smoke screen. Do something. Let's create magic. Let's make people laugh cry. Let's let people know why we should know you. Let's hear your inspiring story. Let's hear the magic that you've created. And you know what? I'm here for you. We're here for you. The best is yet to come. Hey, I think I did okay, right? For first episode. Sucks, right? But hey, you know what? I got the first one out of the way. We always remember our first. So they say. And after that, it gets better and better and longer and longer. It can go way longer. But hey, but I don't have any interview guests and all that. So let's cut it to a half hour and let's see what surprise guests. Let's see who we have in store and all that. This amazing podcast sponsored by OmarMadrano.com. Talk about an amazing business coach, a personal development coach. The man, the myth, the legend. I can help create anything you want to create. When it comes to your small business, I can increase your total revenues by over 30% in less than 90 days. Give me a call. Give me a shout out. Find me. Read my articles at omarmadrano.com. If you want to buy my book, What If It Did Work? It's on Amazon. It was a bestseller, Amazon bestseller. And if you want to write a book, Hey, Bright Lights Messaging. I'm the COO of the company. You have a book. Uh, you want to leave behind a legacy. Self-publishing, publish a book. It's a business card on steroids. Let's do it. Let's roll. Brightlightsmessaging.com. Hey, love you and all that. And from the bottom of my heart, I am so grateful and blessed that you took your time out to hear this And some of these you'll see because they'll be on Zoom and all that. But for now, you'll only hear my pleasant voice. Alrighty. Love you all. Ask better questions. What if it did work? I never told no one that. My whole life I've been holding back. Every time I load my gun up so I can shoot for the stars. I hear a voice like, who do you think you are? Negative thoughts come to mind when I start thinking bold. Like, why you chasing dreams? Aren't you getting kind of old? I knew I needed help I had no self-confidence Didn't believe in myself I tried not to feel or listen to my intuition To start a business But before I even started I feel like it's finished You got a vision And let me say I don't care if they're your blood Got the same DNA They can't feel how you feel They can't see what you see Wanna change your life You gotta change the way you think The thoughts in your mind Is the boss of your life Nothing but good vibes Every day I'm thinking like What if it did work? What if you took action And made it happen And started living inside of your purpose? What if it did work? Right now you can make the choice To never listen to that negative voice No more The heart 
this prison to escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison all for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did work.